Welcome to Teeth and Tea. My name is Nicole Ortega. And my name is Allison Cuevas. And today we're going to be talking to you about mobile dentistry versus team dentistry or working in private practice. So I'm going to open it up and let Allison kind of take the reins here. So as far as private practice goes, I feel like Private practice is something where hygienists are very, very efficient because we have to be so strict on our time. And our patients are really like in a time slot and we're just on roller skates every day, just trying to get from patient to patient, get everything done. I mean, in one hour or 45 minutes to an hour, we have to, you know, do these new COVID regulations. We have to screen them at the door and take their temperature, then bring them in, then have them rinse with prescription mouth rinse. And then, you know, um, or we're using, um, I always just tell them like prescription mouth rinse, but really yeah. we're using hydrogen peroxide to swish well, around. You know, they like to hear that. A lot exactly. of the stuff that we say is really just to please <laughs> your patients. And that's a whole nother layer, right? Of trying to put that, you know, make Place your patients in that hour slot or in that 45 minute slot also it's a lot of um patient rapport and making them feel special yeah absolutely and then um you know then we have to take their x-rays if they're due for x-rays and then we squeeze in that cleaning and try to be efficient as efficient as possible and then we have to grab the doctor and you know, hopefully the doctor's ready to go. Sometimes we have to wait for the doctor. And I feel like even waiting for the doctor actually is a little breather for me because then I get to like actually talk to my patient, maybe go over OHI and things like that. But it's a very like, go get the patient, get the patient out. And so I feel like in, in private practice, it's just go, go, go. Whereas as an RDHAP, we get to really, I think the most beneficial aspect of it is we are really spending our time, quality time with our patients. 100%. I agree. It's like a luxury. And it shouldn't be, you know, because realistically, like what we do is so paramount for our patients' general health and oral health. But realistically, um, when you work in private practice, Time is money, and so I really think they try to maximize dental hygienist schedules to try to get them to do as much as possible in as least time as possible. And it's so different when you get to work for yourself and you have the ability of being an RDHAP, being in mobile dentistry or dental hygiene. And um, I love it. I love being able to take my time and do a really thorough cleaning, a really thorough unrushed oral cancer screening, extra oral exam you know, talk to my patients about what they ate today and how they're feeling, take that blood pressure, to everything and more. And I just feel like we really get to do our due diligence and our patients really reap so many rewards. Yeah, and that's what you were saying. Like, I really do think that as an RDHAP's perspective, if you, well, if you're an RDH and you feel like you are tired of being in this stressful situation about always constantly being on time and you're running behind and you would like to spend more time with patients, you'd be a perfect RDHAP because you yourself are in charge of your own schedule. So you're literally going to make your schedule, you know, you, you have enough time, you have ample time. I learned the hard way that I will not put multiple patients on a day for RDHAP, especially because we're, we're dealing with needs patients that are like they're very time consuming but also we work a lot with their caregivers and their family members and so 
Um, it even, you know, sometimes we result in like texting. I had a, a patient where I literally had to text her oral health update to five of her children because she had dementia. And so they all wanted updates and they all, none of them lived in LA. So I would literally spend time texting each one of them. And so it does take a lot more um, time. But I also think that it's wonderful because you are, you're creating a whole different type of rapport and you're creating a whole different type of atmosphere because you are in the patient's home or their living facility. And so it's a totally different vibe. I feel like they treat you more like family and it's very, very easy to be more comfortable and you're just, you're in their own space, which is really nice. It's not in like this operatory that's, um, you know, it's a different, different environment. And so, but I do think that, you know, everything has its, you know, checks and balances. And, um, you know, in private practice, I think that a lot of times the schedule is very big for management. They want to put every hole in your schedule. They're going to squeeze any patients in there. And it's really like a number thing. Whereas, um, you know, for RDHAPs, I think that we are more, you know, we're not going to be like squeezing in a ton of people. We're just, I think that by nature, we're more, you know, caring and more, relaxed. And so I think that we take more time. I mean, obviously it takes a lot of time to not only get all your trays set up and get, make sure everything's disinfected before you leave and still your instruments sterilized and then packing up your car and then getting to the location, then unpacking the car. It takes a lot more to unpack and then, yeah. you know, rewipe when you wipe, when you get there again or whatnot, and then set up and then get the patient comfortable. And so there's a lot of different elements and different takes on everything. Right. No, you're right. It is, it is a bigger time commitment because you are scheduling your own patients. You're reviewing all your own charts, um, which usually we always do anyway, but at the same yeah. time, it's just a little bit more pressure, right? Because you're not having anyone to bounce anything off of directly um, you're making all those appointments where usually front desk will make a lot of those or all your appointments for the day. Um, so you're not just clocking in and clocking out. You do take work home with you per se. And I find myself working all day, every day. It just kind of like <laughs> yeah. runs into my personal life. And I'm sure you feel the same. Absolutely. So, um, but I love it. I feel like you said it's a vibe. Like I love being independent. I love being able to give my patients everything and more I I would if I was a patient I'd want me as my, my provider because I just feel like I'm able to practice how I want to practice and yeah. I want to be able to treat people how I want to be treated so I want to go above and beyond I want to be able to provide that and that type of care just doesn't isn't fit for private practice because you do have to kind of practice under um, obviously how that dentist is practicing or whoever runs owns that business how they want to run their business is how you will be practicing as a dental hygienist. So mobile dentistry Absolutely. or mobile dental hygiene or RDTP, I love it. It's been the best thing professionally. And even though there is a lot more that goes into running a business, that team dentistry or private practice does not weigh into it all. Um, I just feel like it's such, it just provides that type of care that I, I can sleep at night and I'm not rushed and stressing and feeling overworked and undervalued per se because I feel like I hear that a lot from also dental hygienists and I've had my moments as well yeah mm -hmm. and um I honestly like I've been doing I've been in dental hygiene for 10 years and in dentistry and healthcare for over 20 and I've not met one person in dentistry that doesn't 
or has not felt that way, especially dental hygienists. And so I definitely think to touch on what Allison said a little bit ago about if you want to spend more time with your patients, if you really value what you do as a dental hygienist, if you're in California, definitely consider being an RHAP. Um, and if you're outside of California and your state allows mobile dental hygiene, look into it because I think it might be the, the best avenue for you professionally that might just allow you to blossom and really enjoy your career. Absolutely. So just like to touch base on what you said, um, I think that, you know, in an office, you have the atmosphere or the office manager sets the tone of how the office will be run and what's important in that practice. And you being your own business owner, you're allowed to be able to create your own atmosphere, create your own tone for your, how you want to be represented, you know, and how you work with the families or the patient and everything. So I think it's a whole different ball game. And I think that, um, like you said, we are a lot of times there's days where you literally have, you know, why do you think we have to wear so much PPE? You have like, you know, before COVID, we would literally have pieces of tartar getting in our hair or splash our face with saliva and blood. And it's a, it's a rough field. It's not an easy field. And yes, there are a lot of different aspects, you know, some days you might have, you know, all profies and it's a really easy breezy day, but some days you're going to have a lot of like heavy SRPs and like deep cleanings. And it's like, you know, every single day, it's a different situation. And that's why I do love dental hygiene. Honestly, I feel like it's so it's not just meticulous. Everybody, every individual has a different mouth, a different set of teeth, and they're going to need different things from you as a hygienist. So I feel like it's really nice to be able to, um, you know, not walk into a every day it's like you know groundhog day it's like every day is so different from every patient and so um I like to just individualize and really create rapport with every patient and and I think that this is like a really easy way to um you know be a business owner and set your own atmosphere and create really high quality care and you know I will say that most patients in private practice, they're pretty healthy. You know, they, they have dental insurance. Most people go into the dentist because they have dental insurance. And so they want to maximize their dental insurance and where RDHAPs, you're not dealing with a healthy population and more than likely they don't have insurance. And so, you know, I think that there are two different aspects and I feel like I'm being fulfilled by both, you know, I think that I'm working in private practice and having my RDHAP business, I'm able to like, feel like needed and wanted, you know, and then also like, helping others who really need it. You know what I mean? So I feel like there's a good, healthy balance that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that too, like, you know, I have recently had a baby and I would wait three hours sometimes to see my OB. And I remember my husband being like, you need to find a new OB. Like it takes forever. But I really, really loved his demeanor. Like when he walked into that room and he finally got there, he was like, you were the one patient that he's had, you know, he Mm -hmm. took his time. He was very present. He asked me all these questions, you know, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Like, and he would stay there for like 45 minutes to an hour with each person. And it made you really feel like, you know, he really cared and, you know, and, 
And that quality care, I feel like I want to give quality care just like that to each and every single one of my patients. And sometimes in private practice, it's just not possible. Yeah, I think definitely what you said is paramount in, in healthcare and dentistry is healthcare. And so the RDTP has allowed me to level up and bring that type of care to patients because that's exactly like how I want to be treated. And I think it's such a beautiful thing when you meet providers, other providers, who treat their patients like that. Because I feel like nowadays it's all about the dollar. People are chasing that dollar sign, and the level of care has just plummeted. And maybe patients don't see that or, or whatnot, but as, a, as an outsider looking in, also as an insider being on the end, um, I'm really saddened by that because I feel like you don't need to chase the dollar. As long as you're doing the right thing, money will come to you. And Absolutely. That's just how I believe. I'm a firm believer in that, and that's how I live my life. And it's sad because I've never worked for somebody that necessarily felt that way. Um, it is about production. It is about money. And I get it because it is a business, and we get it because we have a, our own businesses in this field. And it's never done me wrong. So I, I just feel like as long as, you know, you're a good person with a good heart and you're doing the best you can for that patient and you're taking your time and you're making sure not only you're, you know, following your heart and you're doing everything ethical, but um, you lead like every patient, um, a person and yes. things, will all, things will all work out and money will come to you. And I, I just don't see that kind of model unfortunately, in dentistry and let alone healthcare, when these schedules are getting jam-packed, you know, and you know that, and I know that, and I think everyone knows that it's the reality of the field and in healthcare in general, even seeing our own physicians. But um, even if your schedule's getting jam-packed, to even have that doctor make you feel like you're so special and that they really, like, you matter and your care matters, that's what it's about in healthcare. I really think it's about the individual and taking care of that individual mind, body, and soul. Yeah. So I think Absolutely. that it's all about yeah. mind, body, and soul. It's about taking care of our patients from, you know, and, and being able to connect with them. Like they always say, like build rapport. And sometimes mm -hmm. we're just in private practices. Like we got to get it done. We have to get done. And, you know, I'm focused on your teeth, but like, you know, I don't know, maybe you're having a bad day or like a bad week or what's going on in your personal life. Like I love to know and get to know my patients inside and out. Like how is, you know, your new baby? And I want to see pictures from your vacation. And, yes. and so I think that it's hard sometimes when you really have to like, you're on this like time constraint, you know? And I think that patients love you way more when you care about them and their personal life. And how they're doing and you know who they're dating or whatever you know 100 percent. So. i think i've never met a patient that didn't enjoy that maybe one but i mean <laughs> realistically the majority of my patients really appreciate that i know you probably feel that too it's yeah. like they love it we love it and unfortunately in private practice because you're trying to do so much in such a short period of time I always have to find myself cutting my patients short or just going over that time slot and then just going into my lunch and just in the yeah. end and cutting myself short, essentially, because I'm running into my time, which usually in private practice, people don't get paid overtime um, or even if you do, it's frowned upon. So um, it's hard. It's really hard to balance that. It's really hard to juggle that in private practice, unfortunately. 
but in my own practice, I, it's where we thrive. I feel like it's the connection. It's all about that connection. It's all about that individual. And if I didn't have mobile hygiene, I don't, I would think I would be missing that. And like you said, it's like when you're a people person and you care about people, then to not have that a part of your daily life professionally, um, I think we would be missing something. Absolutely. Now, I will say there are like a lot of pros of being in private practice too. You know, there is the pro of you, you know, that you're going to get a paycheck, you know, like you're going to walk into the office, you're going to clock in, you're going to clock out. And whether or not you see eight patients or five, you're going to get a paycheck, you know, whereas being your own business owner and being an RDHAP, you're gonna, if a patient texts you day of, and you have everything ready to go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling well, like, we need to reschedule, not going to get paid. So there's that aspect as well. You know, I think that it's good to give and take and look at two, you know, totally different perspectives. I think that, you know, you have to pour a lot of money into buying all of your equipment and getting everything set up. Um, You know, there's everything from the suction to the gauze to, you know, the varnish to the, you know, your instruments, you know, are you going to have an ultrasonic? Are you going to have like a dental chair? Like there's so many different things that you need, not only your PPE as well. So yeah. there's a the lot of, the list is long, the list yeah. is long and it got longer with COVID. I mean, it's just, the reality is real. Like the list is long. Um, but I per- personally, I'm just like secretly just thinking, don't let it deter you. Don't let it deter you. Um, because no, it's, yeah, it's yeah, so worth course. it, but it's true. You're not rolling up to just crack, you know, clock in, clock out and do your day and get that paycheck. It's and just totally like different. you said, just like you said, you are working 24 hours a day. Like I will be wake up at four in the morning and think to myself, Oh, I need to make sure I order more of this consent form. Or do I have that consent form? Oh, I can make that consent. Like you're constantly working because it is you, it's yours. And you want to be like 150% ready to go and have everything, all your, you know, I's dotted and T's crossed and, and, in private practice, you don't have to think about that at all. It's like you walk up to the front, like, can you give me that consent form? I'm going to have that patient sign that or whatnot. And so a lot of the, all the responsibility really switches. It switches from having no responsibility really. And the practice just flowing, however it goes by the management. And then you being the responsible one in taking charge. So I think there's two different aspects, but if you are open to the idea, if you're listening to the podcast and you're thinking, Hey, should I start an RDHAP business? The answer is yes. There is only going to be more individuals who are not going to be leaving their homes, who are going to be getting elderly, you know, like, or they're, you know, they're already elderly. There's, it's just, you know, the reality is our life expectancies are going up, meaning that so many more patients and good news is a lot of individuals like our, you know, great grandparents and stuff, they had dentures because, you know, they weren't treating perio or whatnot. But nowadays, most individuals, you're 65 plus, you have most of your teeth. And this is, you know, because a lot of individuals have actually, you know, been really proactive in keeping their teeth healthy. But now, you know, they may enter a, a nursing home or skilled you know, home and and just different, you know, facilities and, and they may not have that access to care. So this is where we step in and we are going to only see an increase in 
patients that need our services. And yeah. now more than ever, I think that if you're even thinking of it, I think you should do it because I think that you will really benefit from it. I think that there are so many people and so many different ways, just your own personal, like, you know, a lot of times people think when you're an RDH, like, why didn't you go to dental school? You should be a dentist. I get that a lot. And I have to keep telling my family members, like, I am so happy what I do. I don't cut any teeth. I literally help them stay healthy. I clean their teeth. I make them feel good. Like, I always kind of imagine, like, you know, like an esthetician, you know, you get a facial. You're like, oh, that was amazing. Like, they cleaned out all my pores, you know, like, I feel great. It's like, same thing. We go in there, we clean up your teeth, make you feel good, you know, help you with getting your home care great. And like, I love that aspect of it. Like dental hygiene doesn't get as much credit as I feel like it should. I think people are like, oh. I'm like, yeah. I'm right there with you. We don't. And it yeah. is a, that is the one thing that really is frustrating. But, and it's mind blowing. It's so mind blowing to me. I'm like, are you serious? Like, do yeah. you see us? Do you know what we do? And, yeah, pe- uh, I'm right there yeah. with you. People think that we just clean teeth, but we're so much more. And I think when you become, like, you have an RDHAP business, I feel like people take you a little bit more serious. Like, oh, wow, I didn't even know you can own your own practice, or I didn't know that this was possible. I think that it just gives enlightenment, like, you know we do a lot of schooling. We don't just wake up one day and like, I'm just going to clean teeth. Let me just go into a dental office and they'll train me. No, we like, I mean, I have my master's in public health. Like we have degrees, all of the majority of us, you know, go and get our bachelor's. And, you know, I think that like, I really wish that dental hygiene had a stronger pool and that people understood that we're just, we're not just there, you know, to clean teeth, like I I said. No, I think so. you're right on. And I think that it goes right along with just the public and people's unawareness and they don't take their dental health very seriously. And so it kind of just rolls right into not thinking um, and not having the, the real like deal, the real picture of dental hygienists and really what we do. And especially our DCPs because we do all the standard has to, we all have to have a bachelor's degree or higher. Mm-hmm. And we've had to have worked for so many hours and there's different requirements to be able to be an RDHAP. Um, I don't know any other state's laws for having your own practice, but at the end of the day, for RDTP, um, we don't have just associate's degrees. We've definitely um, advanced ourselves professionally and educationally to get to this point. And I do think that just to kind of go back a little bit when you're saying about how age, um, we're, we're, we're living longer and there's going to be more people to treat and the elder populations, but also one niche that has also really skyrocketed is ADHD um, or children who have different conditions or ailments. Oh, yeah. ADHD. Why am I blanking ADHD, on this? ADHD. 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 Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I speak from personally because I know a family member that has had that. And so I feel like there's all these other conditions and childhood uh, diseases that are on the rise as well. And so mm-hmm. seeing children with um, different diseases at home, it's huge too and I know personally because um, I'm just starting to kind of dabble into more children where I usually primarily do see more elderly patients and memory care is, is really what I specialize with but it's really a whole nother niche and it's huge these um, you can find different groups on Facebook and such when you start 
kind of getting into researching different childhood cancers really on the rise. Um, and these kind of children need services too. I mean, they have teeth yes. and they need to continue to eat and feel good and get this, this oral care done. So I think every single age and just, again, going back to just COVID and aerosols, I think even your regular mom and dad or pregnant mom or just your neighbor, um, anyone can get their teeth cleaned at home. And I think that I personally advocate for it now because we're still in the midst of COVID and we're not really sure how it's all going to pan out. And everyone's so aware of aerosols now and concerned and maybe not going to the dentist and putting everything off. And I just think, yeah, just go, go, let us come to your house. We'll come straight to you. We'll clean your teeth. And then you don't have to stress out about it. You don't have to think about it much. And it all will yeah. be behind you before you know it. So I'm all for providing everyone access to care, especially nowadays. I think that if we really just open our eyes and just, um, as RDTPs, we're so used to looking at these niche populations and we still need, I mean, these niche populations are so huge and we're still not doing good, a good enough job in California. There's still so many people who need care that, yes, yeah. RDHAPs, like, if you're thinking about it, do it because there's so many people that need care all along the board. Anybody and everybody needs uh, hygiene care because still, even if you're in private practice, you can relate. I'm sure you know most of patients aren't flossing. Most yes. patients um, don't do the best oral care just in general. So, if you see patients who are not coming in, just imagine what that's doing to their mouth, right? There's probably a lot of unhealthy gums, lots of disease spreading there. So we are needed. We are needed. And I bet we're, you know, like we're needed probably go down your block. And, you know, if we could pull the, the people on our block, I'm sure Absolutely. you would find people that had gingivitis, gum disease, and, have, you know, need cleaning. So I think that, yeah, access to care is paramount. And we just need to be utilized. People need to find out about us. And that's 100% why that's I what... Allison and I started this podcast. Yeah. I think that's what I was just going to just harp on real quick is that, yes, there are so many people that need our care. Yet so many individuals have no idea we exist. No clue. And not only within, with even within our industry. I remember when I was applying for yeah. RDHAP, my dentist that I worked for was like, wait, what do you, what is this degree? Like, what are you going to do? Like was so confused. And he's been a dentist for like 25 years, you know? Yeah. And then he was my recommending dentist. So he had to like sign all my paperwork and things like that. But like he had to be like, he was really like confused. And this is our industry. Oh you yeah. Know? And 100%. so I'm right there with you. My dentists do not know. They're like, what, what do you do? And that blows my mind because it's like, Hello. Yeah, we're in the same industry, and then but we're like really in the trenches, right? Because we are really going to people who cannot come in, and we are really mm -hmm. helping people who really need this care. And for them to not know about us is such a disservice to our industry, a disservice Absolutely. to humanity. I feel like so. Yeah, I do feel like the dental associations, our association, hygiene association, California, even American Dental. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, what? How come we're not getting any play here? Like, we need to get yeah. some advertisement and, like, you need to send a PSA out or something. Yes, absolutely. And even just individuals. Like, I I literally recently had a patient come in this week to let me know that his um, wife had entered a, a facility. And he was like, you know, I went ahead and I in, inputted the doctor's name as 
you know, the dentist. And I said, you know, I can go in and, and clean your wife's teeth at the, at the facility. I can do that. And he's like, oh, and he looked at me like, oh, well, I just, I just wanted to let you guys know that um, I put the dentist, you know, that you were the dentist. And I was like, oh, okay. But they, he still wasn't open to the idea. And I thought to myself, like, you know, this is, this is interesting to me. Like I'm going to be coming to help her in her facility. And he was still like, oh, well, but you're not a dentist. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things where I was like, I really wish we had better understanding and just general knowledge of we exist we're here to help you know and we we love what we do like we are we literally and and don't get me wrong I'm not gonna talk badly about dentists I love dentists but I will say that ask a dentist to clean your teeth and ask a hygienist to clean your teeth and you'll find out real quick (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) really knows there (laughs) it's true I mean I remember growing up and we went to a dentist and the dentist actually did our cleanings and I ended up working for her in, you know, in the nineties. And this was my first experience in the week working, especially in the dental field working. And not until I really went to hygiene school, did I get the understanding of, Oh my God. And literally I thought like, I will never have a dentist clean my teeth ever again because it's just the real, the reality of it. Right. So dentistry is different than dental hygiene. And the education is very different and hygiene is all focused on dental hygiene and how properly to care for and clean teeth. Um, or dentists, they just, there's no way they get those full two years of that. That just does not happen. You know, they're learning so many different other procedures and, um, yeah, it's just different. And I agree. I think. Hello. So Nicole kind of went off, but I will just say to kind of recap, like a hundred percent, I think we both can agree that dentistry and dental hygiene are very different. And us at our, as RDHAPs, we're here to keep the general population healthy, um, to keep, you know, just like she said, there's so many different niches. There's so many individuals who need our services. And I have not even tapped into that idea of, you know, children with, you know, learning and attention deficit disorders. There are so many, you know, children that really need to go to the dentist. And, and that's one thing too, is that there's this fear a lot of times of even going into a dental office. So this also eliminates those fears. It's like, Hey, we are going to treat you in your home where you're comfortable. And that alone, I think opens a lot more eyes to the fact that this is a service that's great. And we are open to doing it and we're excited to help our patients get healthy. And we spend a lot of quality time on oral hygiene, home care instructions. That's like huge and something we really focus on. So I think that in general, we are doing a great job.